Hey everyone, this is another episode of Can I Speak On It podcast, uh, and on this episode I'm going to be reviewing last Friday night's Smackdown premiere, uh, this Sunday's Hell in a Cell um, pay-per-view, and um, sort of previewing Raw. Um, they, I haven't been able to find anything, uh, even WWE.com doesn't have out a preview of tonight's Raw. I'm only going to go off of what I've heard. Um, so that preview of Raw probably won't be too much detail. There's going to be a lot of guesses and stuff. Um, but, um, please check me out on my Facebook page. Can I speak on it? Podcast. Um, you can discuss, um, and give your opinions on this week's wrestling. Um, if you want to. And as always, check out, um, the group that I'm an admin for, uh, for, um, PW, uh, FU, Pro Wrestling Fans United, um, or it's PFW, yeah, it's Pro Wrestling Fans um, United, um, check that out on Facebook, but let's get to the, um, let's get to this last Friday night Smackdown premiere, um, so I got a lot to say about this, and we're gonna go over some results, um, and then we'll go from there, uh, so they opened up the show, uh, with Vince and Stephanie introducing it, and then they played the new theme song, which I thought was pretty decent. Um, and then Becky Lynch came out and started talking about, you know, her match that she had this, uh, that she was going to have at Hell in a Cell. Um, and then um, Corbin comes out, starts talking a bunch of garbage, and The Rock comes out. <laughs> It was it was so hilarious. He called him a Burger King, uh, a, a Burger King. Let me look. I like again. I use Bleacher Report for the results. Um, it was a uh, it was Burger King crack something, and it was hilarious. And then he got the crowd a chant, uh, calling Corbin an STD, and then the man. And The Rock attacked him, which was pretty, I thought was a pretty good opening. Um, it's good to see The Rock. Like, I'm a, I'm a hypocrite when it comes to Legends coming back and part-timers. I'm just going to put that out there. Um, like, for a while, I was like, because there was like a, a period of time when The Rock was coming back once a year. Um, you know, with facing, it was the Cena series. And I was like, why is he coming back? And when he held the title and beat CM Punk, um... I thought that was weird, but The Rock was one of my main people back in the day, and it's always good to see him. Um, what we didn't get to see, and I was surprised, if you saw Randy Orton's tweet, um, he was thinking about challenging um, The Rock for uh, next year's WrestleMania, um, and I was hoping Orton would do that, that would have been like a pop, but... Um, and I'm not sure if, even if I want to see them face off, but I was was wondering if we were going to see that, and we didn't. But good opening segment. Um, and that opened with the first match of Becky and Charlotte Flair teaming up with Bailey and Sasha Banks. Um, I thought this was an okay match. I didn't really get into it, but um, it was a good opening match, um, and it helped set up for their matches that they had this Sunday. Um, we had, we were going to have 
um, Seth Rollins and um, Bray Wyatt um, and Shinsuke Nakamura, champion versus champion. They had a pretty hot start, and then the Fiend attacks, um, which I thought was pretty cool having him on SmackDown. Um, doing that, um, I think, the, and before that, even the match, they had a, a funhouse, uh, which was pretty, it was an okay funhouse, the funhouses are not, I'm not getting, I'm not too into them that much anymore, um, but I get it, it comes with a fiend, um, uh, but overall, I thought that was a good segment, um, um, in a way to, um, promote the pay-per-view, um, next we had the ladder match, between Owens and Shane McMahon, whoever lost would have to um, would be fired. This was a pretty fast ladder match. Um, it felt a little rushed. Uh, my favorite spot in the ladder match um, was um, uh, Shane McMahon getting. Um, well, there was actually two. The only two spots I actually really cared for was the frog spl- uh, splash that Shane, um, that Owens did. Um, on to uh, Shane while he was on the ladder, and then there was when he uh, did the pop-up powerbomb onto the ladder in the corner. Um, the only thing I, I and I was surprised with myself, and I guess it's to the point where I just don't care about the spot anymore. The typical Shane gets up on the top rope and does um, an elbow drop, um, elbow drops an opponent through the, the announce table. It doesn't do anything for anymore. I would have... I think it would have been cool. And I don't know if he can... I think he did it once with it. I think he did it in the AJ Styles match he had at... Rest, at I don't know if it was this year's WrestleMania or the WrestleMania before. Um, he did that shooting star press. That would have been cool. Um, and... But the coast... I actually did like... That he did use the ladder uh, for the coast to coast. Um, still would have been cool if he went... If he used the trash can. That's just me. Um, overall, I thought this was a decent match. It wasn't the greatest ladder match, but I'm glad they actually went with Owens winning. I wasn't sure if they're going going to because you never know with WWE booking. I don't care if Bischoff is on the on creative or even if Paul Heyman's on Raw. They still have to answer to Vince, so you never know what's going to happen. And and then we had this eight man tag match. Um, Strowman teams up with The Miz, um, Heavy Machinery, uh, and they go against the Raw Tag Team Champs, uh, Dolph Ziggler, Robert Roode, and AJ Styles, and Randy Orton. Um, it was okay. Um, I'm going to be really honest. I think Braun Strowman is damaged goods. Um, and I don't blame Braun. It's just the way he's been booked. Um, they've waited, they haven't pulled, they really haven't pulled the trigger on him. Um, I've said it before, he should have been already Universal Champ, or WWE Champion. Uh, I'm not sure if I really care about this whole Tyson Fury thing. Um, I, I mean, they did it with the big show on Floyd, uh, Money Mayweather. Um, we've been down this road before, so this is just a recycled storyline. Um... And somebody said it in um, the pro wrestling group I'm an admin for. Is he the, is Braun Strowman the new Big Show? And I think he is. Um, which means I don't think we're going to see Braun with a title until maybe like another year or two. And it's not going to matter. Uh, that's the sad thing. Um, 
all over this match and, and the thing with um, Tyson Fury was kind of bland. Um, and next we had the Lumberjack match. Roman Reigns versus Eric Rowan. This was an okay match. Um, I'm glad it ended it the way it I it did. Um, I mean, I'm not a big Rowan Reigns fan, but he had to get some type of win. I mean, he's been beaten up by Rowan and Harper, and he had to get some. It's like um, what Rowan said on the um, Hell in a Cell preview um, kickoff show is that Roman had won the battle, and that's the thing. Roman had to win a battle. Um, overall, I thought it was a decent match, um, decent way that it ended, and it was a great build-up to their tag team match at Hell in a Cell. Um, next, we had <laughs> the most controversial match of the night, um, and it was the WWE Championship match. Um, Kofi Kingston versus Brock Lesnar. Um, we all knew, and if any of you fans did not think that Brock was not going to win, um, and I was one of the kind of ones, I was, like, I was hoping, I didn't think Kofi was going to, but I was hoping that, that the New Day was actually going to get involved. Um, but, or something, like, or when, just, I'm going to go a little ahead of myself, or I would have had Kane Velasquez interrupted the match. I would have had that match ended in a no contest. Um, because I, I think, I mean, eventually they were, Kofi was going to have to lose the title, and I think it should have been, like, at Hell in a Cell. That's just me. Like, at a pay-per-view, even, not even Hell in a Cell, but whatever the next pay-per-view is, which is, I think it's Crown Jewel, um, which, maybe not that pay-per-view, whatever is in, I think, Survivor Series would have been nice. I don't know. Um, but in, like, ten seconds, Brock won the match with an F5, because, they had Kofi launch himself at, um, at Brock, and which they should, if he was, if, what should have happened is, Kofi should have, you know, when he was launching himself, went for, hit, hit Brock with the, um, Trouble in Paradise, and then have, have, like, Brock go on, like, a three-minute, um, like, rampage, just suplex city, but it ended in ten, ten seconds, Brock wins, and then Rey Mysterio's music plays, and he brings out um, Kane um, Velasquez, and Velasquez takes Brock down with a uh, double leg takedown. Um, Stucks throwing like haymakers to the to the sides, not even trying to like you know. I mean, I know Kane Velasquez has has been has a little bit of wrestling training. He's been uh, he's been doing the Triple A promotion, um, but. It would have been nice if it would, if if he could do like some strikes to the head. It would have been a little bit more, I guess, better. I don't know. Um, but that's how SmackDown ended. Um, my my thoughts on last week's SmackDown. It wasn't a bad premiere, but Raw was definitely better. Um, I like the weird thing is like I think. I think The Undertaker was advertised to show up. Um, and I thought Sting was going to be there. None of them... I saw... I don't know if it's a legit tweet from The Undertaker. Because, yes, The Undertaker has Twitter now. Um, 
he was told that he wasn't needed. Um, which, you know, I'm not too upset. I love The Undertaker. Um, but I'll say it again. The Undertaker should have retired at 20-0 and 0 at WrestleMania. That's just me. Um, but overall, it wasn't bad. If I had to grade it, um, instead of using, like, letter grades, I'm going to go with numbers, like, from 1 to 10. Um, I would give it a 5.5. It wasn't a bad SmackDown. It was better than the SmackDowns we've gotten before. Um, like I said in my group, um, they got pretty decent ratings, um, uh, for it. Um, but I have a feeling this Friday they're going to go down, um, because of the premiere and everybody was hyped up for it. They're going to have to do something really good, um, to keep those ratings, um, and so, so again, 5.5, um, for, um, for last week's premiere of Friday Night Smackdown, um, and we're gonna get into, uh, the Hell and the Cell, um, pay-per-view, um, they started off with the pre, the only pre-show match, and here was what, what's, what was weird, um, about, um, about it, um, that they didn't have, I don't think they announced any matches until yesterday, you know, the way, like, hours before the pay-per-view, because, like, I think the only thing we knew was the two women championship matches, um, and then, uh, the two Hell, um, the Hell in Cell with, uh, The Fiend and Bray Watt, um, and, and Seth Rollins, um, and I don't think anything else that I remember, oh, the tag team match between Rowan's and, uh, uh, Roman Reigns, um, and, uh, Daniel Bryan versus, uh, Eric and, uh, Harper, um, and then they added a bunch of matches that day, and one of them was the pre-show match, it was Lacey Evans, um, versus, uh, Natalia, um, I really, this is like a filler rivalry, I don't, I don't care for it, I don't know what's the point, I think they're just trying to give Lacey Evans something, because, you know, if, if you remember, like, beginning this year, they kind of gave her, like, gave her a push, and then, like, she fell flat. I uh, didn't care for the match, um, and I don't really care for this rivalry. Um, and I think they put themselves in a pickle, because now, the and, and usually they have the cruiserweight match on there for the pre-show, but, but, now it's an NXT title, so you can't have it on the pre-show. Um, so they're going to have to figure stuff out. They're going to have to use the 24-7 title, I don't know. They're going to have to figure something out. Um, and then, um, during the, um, which I didn't know that it was, they didn't announce this until uh, Eric Rowan had that interview where he said that Roman won the battle, uh, not the war. That it became a, they announced on it, it, was, it became a tornado uh, no DQ match, um, which, we'll get to that match when we get there, um, but they opened it up with the Hell in a Cell for the Raw Women's title, Becky Lynch versus Sasha Banks, this was one of the best matches out of 2019, uh, for the WWE, this, they raised the bar for Hell in a Cell matches, um, for the years to come. It doesn't override the past ones. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying, Hell in a Cell matches, um, 
you know, they w weren't, um, they weren't as great as the past ones have been, and there was a spot during the match, uh, Becky, uh, took two, uh, took a chair, and, uh, took two kendo sticks, uh, Singapore king sticks, um, put them between the holes of the corner of the cage, and then, uh, propped a chair on there, and sat, um, Sasha Banks on there, and then she jumped from the, I think it was the ring apron, and hit, uh, Sasha with a drop, um, drop, a front drop kick, and that was, I've never seen that before, that was crazy, um, and there was a part where, um, early in the match, Sasha had Banks had put, I sticked out, like, a chair, like, long ways, it was a weird, at a weird angle, um, in the, um, cell cage wall, and Becky, uh, threw her right, that was pretty sick, um, and this match was just, it was phenomenal, um, the women stepped up their game, um, I didn't, I understood why Becky retained, that she is still a hot commodity, um, for the WWE, I mean, she's on the, the video game cover, and that's selling right now, so I kind of understood why they didn't have Banks win, um, but I was kind of hoping that Banks would win, with all the build-up they had for her, but overall, this was the match of the night, um, and the next match was the Tornado Tag Match versus Roman, Re uh, Roman Reigns and Daniel Bryan versus Luke Harper and Eric Rowan, um, I'm not saying this was a bad match, but we just had that Hell in a Cell match. So for me, the wind was kind of knocked out of me a little bit. Because this was like a brawling match. Uh, I thought it was really... My favorite part I was, when, was when Eric Rowan uh, took a piece of the bar, barricade and like smushed it into Roman's, Roman Reigns' face. Um... Um, that was my favorite part. Overall, this was a good match. Um, but, um, like I said, the win was kind of knocked out of me. Um, so, I w again, I thought it was, a, it was a decent match. Um, I don't know if I would have had Reigns and Bryan win. Um, I just don't know where they're going to go with this. Um, I'm just hoping they're not going to kill Roman's push. That's what I'm worried about. And we saw this earlier. The next match was Al Ali versus Randy Orton. We saw um, an interview with Ali during the preview show that he just needs to get back on track, get some momentum. Orton uh, inter um, you know, interrupts him, says momentum, and you know, talks about how he had squished, squashed... Um, Ollie's momentum in the past, and Ollie said, "Well, let's see if you can do that tonight." And so it led to this match. Um, I'm gonna be honest; didn't really care for it. Um, this was just put together on the fly. I need a little bit of a sippy sip for my coffee. Oh. Um, it was put on the fly, um, which I think. Like, a lot of this Hell of Cell pay-per-view was just put on the fly. Um, came up with on the fly, whatever the phrase you want to use. Um, but, I don't, I didn't get it. Um, and I didn't get why 
They had Ali lose. Um, I, I don't know if we're going to get another Orton and Ali feud. If we do, I hope it's better than what we saw um, last night at Hell in a Cell. Next match was the women's tag team title match, which is Alexa Bliss the and Nikki Cross the champs versus the Kabuki Warriors. Um, I wasn't excited for this match because um, I'm not sure if I really care about the women's tag team titles. Um, but I was glad to see, um, the Kabuki Warriors win, and Asuka using, uh, the mist, which has been used by Tajiri, um, the great Kabuki, um, Muda, um, and, um, I think even Li Liger as, uh, Kushin Liger, Kishin, I'm not gonna pronounce it right, but I think Liger has used it too, um, it wasn't a bad match, um, but it wasn't a a good match, um, but it's good to see Asuka and, um, Carrie Sane actually, you know, get some pay-per-view time, and don't have, don't have to be chasing after the 24-7 title, um, and next, um, which didn't make sense to me, um, they had a six-man tag, it was the OC, you know, run, um, Anderson Gallows, AJ Styles uh, versus the Viking Raiders, and they picked Braun Strowman as their um, as their um, tag team um, partner, which didn't make sense because they've been having um, Cedric and AJ Styles feud, so you think they would have had Cedric, and it didn't make any sense for me. This match was dumb as hell. Did not care for it, even though I'm a Braun Strowman fan. Like I said before, I think Strowman is damaged. This ended in a no DQ. Um, otherwise, I didn't really care for it. And then, this was the worst... I would say this is the worst match of the night. They had... I'm not worst. Let me rephrase that. The most pointless match of the night. Um, it was King, uh, King Corbin versus Chad Gable. Um, the reason I say... Um, it was pointless, is because, um, I just don't, I, like, it was, I, it was obvious that they were trying to make the pay-per-view to go, to go longer, um, and, and it was come up on the fly, I would have rather had this been a tag team match with, um, I don't know. I'm just not into this feud. I guess that's why it was pointless to me. Um, but Chad Gable did get up the win um, with a roll-up. I thought it was funny. Greg Hamilton at the end called him Shorty um, Gable or whatever. And that was kind of funny. Um, next was Charlotte versus Bailey for the SmackDown Women's Championship match. Um, it was an okay match. Um... It's kind of funny, before it started, um, you know, Tamina earlier in the night had become the 24-7 um, champion, and then she loses it to R-Truth, and uh, before the SmackDown Women's Championship match begins, um, so that was kind of funny, <laughs> and it was funny, that's the only title that Tamina will ever hold in the WWE, is the 24-7 title, let's just be real. Um, all in all, I, I, there was nothing that stood out for me, a match between Flair and Bailey, 
other than Bailey's, like, I guess you want to call it tantrum at the end. Um, they were, the crowd was savage. They started singing, na, 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 na. And it was, <laughs> um, that was a savage part. And somebody said, yowie, wowie. <laughs> oh, that was, it was, I don't, I, that was probably the best part of, with that match and segment. Um, I don't, I didn't really care if Flair or Bailey won. Um, I'm going to be honest, I think they need to make a unified, which now, if they're doing separate brands, if they're going to keep people on, um, on SmackDown and have exclusive stars for SmackDown and Raw, um, I guess you can keep the both titles, but aren't the tag, the women's tag titles, uh, for either show? I mean, they can't, are they going to make SmackDown tag titles and Raw tag titles for the tag team titles for both shows. I hope not. Um, I think the women should be able to um, show on both shows if if you were going to unify the title. I think that has to happen. Or, I mean, I'm just, I don't care about the, the women's SmackDown title. Like, they don't give us a reason to care about it. That's my thing. So, we'll see where it goes from here. Um, and Flair obviously wins. Now she's a ten-time champion. Uh, and next was another controversial match, and it was the main event of the night. It was for the Universal title, and, and it was in a Hell in a Cell match. Seth Rollins versus The Fiend. This was a great match. It wasn't better than the first match of the night. Um, but it was, um, so I'm just, I'm just going to get to it. So if you didn't see it at the end, um, Ron had a bunch of weapons on top of, of the fiend and hit him with a sledgehammer and they, it was called referee stoppage, but it was basically a, a, a version of a DQ. And in Hell is Hell, I don't care what anybody says. I don't care if it was made to make uh, the thing look strong or or nothing. You don't end a Hell in a Cell like that. You don't. It's a Hell in a Cell match. I could understand if this was a regular match, but this wasn't a regular match. This was a Hell in a Cell. If they, if they wanted to end it in a no contest, what should have happened is that Brace, uh, the Fiend should have disappeared with Seth Rollins, uh, and, like, took him hostage or something, or, you know, I don't know, it just, the way they ended it, I would have rather had, um, the Fiend win the title that night, um, last night, um, but I get what, what they're doing, but, again, this was a great match, but the ending, the only cool part of the ending is when, he had the minimal claw on him at the end um, of the match, and um, he, like, Rollins was bleeding out his mouth, like, gushing. Um, so that was kind of, like, cool, because it was kind of like a horror movie kind of type of thing. Um, so overall, for Hell in a Cell, um, because uh, the first match, I'm not going to be too harsh, but I'm going to give it a 4 point. I'm just, no, I'm going to give it a 3.5. Um, well, 
Well, let, let me be a little bit more fair because there, well, there was also that Rowan's tag team match, which um, Rowan Reigns tag team match. Um, I'll, I'll give it. I'll go back up to a four point five out of ten. Um, it was just that, and then it kind of ruined it for me. Um, and so tonight um, is Raw. Like I haven't seen any preview for it from the WWE.com website, basically because I they don't think they know what they're doing. I I think I heard they announced something during the uh, post show that there's going to be a last woman standing match between Natalia and Lacey Evans. Um, I don't know. Um, I don't care. <laughs> um, I don't know about anything else that's going on. I can't give you um, anything else. Um, but there will be um, I will have a raw review um, probably I'm gonna say Tuesday or Thursday. Uh, just depends how my week goes. Um, again, um, go on to my Facebook page. Can I speak on it? Podcast. Give it a like. Share with your friends, um, and let everybody uh, let let me know what your thoughts are. Um, and I hope you enjoyed this episode.